And we're back. It's Osiris, and this is part two of part three of three in patterns, telling the future, patternistic behavior, and the psychology behind what it is that is being fought for. And so we're going to transition into a little bit about what it is that is being fought for. Now, a lot of us would say money. People just are, you know, they buy stuff, they sell stuff. Everybody wants that money, that good old money. Gotta get that money. Gotta get that Benjamins. Gotta. Well, it's not about that anymore. While it inherently will come down to that, that isn't the first step or the only step by any means. That's more of a pat on the back saying that a boy, that a girl type thing. What the real struggle, the real fight is for is no longer something third-party, monetary value, monetary money, uh, pieces of cotton uh, that they want you to give money to them. They don't even have to do that anymore. They have changed the focus of what they're fighting for from the physical piece of money to something a lot more personal, a lot more you. And that is exactly what it is. They're fighting for you. <clears throat> and not in a great way like two girls fight over a guy or something to that effect. It's not so granules. They're fighting for your attention. And your attention alone. Um, and what I mean by that is some of the smartest people in the world are sitting at desks in think tanks. And they are thinking <laughs> how it is that they are going to get your attention for a longer period of time or to keep your focus on whatever it is, be it Google. Inherently, it's on the physical phone or laptop, but they want to keep you as we're the robots will say keep you in service and what that means is you we live in a service now service um world that meaning before if we bought a piece of software or um then we bought it we owned it we put it on our machines and we used it 
Well, as we know, that is not the way most things are happening nowadays. And why that is, is they've moved to a what you are going to know as a subscriber-based system. Meaning, psychologically, if you were to buy a piece of software that was, let's say, Adobe, and the price tag for Adobe was very high, as it always is, and it was $500 for a piece of software. That's fucking ridiculous, right? Who the fuck is going to pay $500 for a piece of software that you could probably get for free? Um, lots of people, actually. Um, I don't believe in paying for software because I can get it for free, one way or the other. As long as I don't make a profit off of it, then paying for it is not too high up on my list. If I need it, I'm going to do something good with it. I cannot afford it, and it's outrageously priced. Well, then I'll just go and take it. It's not going to hurt anybody. No one's going to know. Um, in a way, there's not like I'm going to the store and stealing it. Um, is that wrong? Well, absolutely, in some people's minds. You know, your little moral minds will be like, oh, my, you're, Osiris is a fucking thief. Well, you can say that all you want, but you're the one paying. Let's take cords, for example. Cords, being a, a power cords, or any kind of cords used for electronics. Number one in the United States for the most overpriced or something that they up. What's the word for it? They have. Mm. Anyway, it's overpriced. As is everything, and not just because of inflation. It's the number one item in America that is the highest on the. Um, overpriced market. And what that means is 300%. Over 300% markup of the, the price on courts. Comparative to how much they cost and how much you buy them for. Perfect example. Monster cables. Has to be the perfect example for that because <coughs> they charge 20 times more than everybody else, and I don't give a shit how many, how much gold plating is on that motherfucker. It is not going to conduct electricity any better, um, 300% better, for any kind of money. Like, that's ridiculous. Okay, it's still just some wires and some tips. So, no. Is one better than the other? Yeah, there is that. Um, it depends on how it's shielded, how it, you know, that kind of thing. 300% markup better? Nope, not at all. I mean, that thing would have to do sexual favors for you, you know, if you knew. But now you know. So Apple and that whole thing, uh, all those new cords. Nope, don't, don't think that Apple is nice... I love this product and this and that and other thing. 
Now they're out to fuck you. They're out to rape you. Every step of the way. No one's out there saying, hey, well, think about how people feel and, you know, we might, we, we really shouldn't make that million dollar bonus this year and we'll just give it to the people. Yeah. If you believe that, you might as well be the ones that are not keeping score in soccer games. You know, you believe in Jesus, baby Jesus and all that tomfoolery. And um, really, I mean, I've got um, this great, beautiful, beautiful bridge that I'd like to sell you. It's, it's over in Dubai. It's like right in the middle of the desert. It's really nice. Do you want to buy it? I mean, you would be the talk of the town that you have a de- you have, you have got a bridge in the middle of the desert. No one else has that. And it's only a million and a half dollars. Yeah. Okay. Well, if no one else has got it, and it's like an NFT or something, then I'll take it. Okay. So we just sold you a fucking goddamn million dollar bridge in the middle of the desert. It has nothing to do with any of it. So, fighting for your attention. And I hope I have your attention now a little bit. I hope you're a little mad and a little, like, pissy and want to fucking punch me in the face. Because what I'm about to tell you now is going to make you cry, pretty much. Uh, Or want to really, really punch me in the face. Um... Or punch yourself in the face because you're allowing it to happen. And you can't be that way anymore because I am now telling you what is happening to you. And you are now aware what you choose to do with this information is up to you. But if somebody punches you in the face, you know why. So... Fighting for attention um, is a big deal. Why? Because that's all they're fighting for is you to pay for this service-based thing. Meaning, you instead of looking at that big number $500 for Adobe and going, holy shit, that's a lot of money, and maybe not buying it, you're looking at subscription-based, which brings down the price to a very <laughs> $9.99, you know. Why $9.99? Well, $9.99 is under $10. It looks smaller. While it's only a penny smaller, it, in the brain makes it look a lot smaller. Um, and that's a month, which we're not very good at forecasting in our heads about what that means in the future. That $10 a month might be cool one month, but the next month it might not be. And for... The whole time, they're getting you used to using this software, which you don't own, and then you have to pay them each time. So if you get used to editing your Adobe PDFs or your PDFs in Adobe, and then suddenly somebody takes it away from you or you can't pay for that service, try to manipulate or edit a PDF in your thoughts. You're scrambling around the Internet trying to download every demo you can to try to get this thing edited. It gets you in a catch line too. It hijacks your brain. It it tricks you into doing what it is that they want, paying the subscription based over long periods of time 
a smaller number so it looks like it's less when it's 20 times more. Okay, so when you pay your Hulu bill and your Netflix bill and your Spotify bill and your fucking, you name it, all of them. Boy, look at that number if you don't when you're doing your taxes. That's craziness. So, now that I've got your attention, then you see, I'm fighting for your attention to get your attention away from them because they'll make you do. Well, you won't even know what they make you do. That's how good they are. These are the best minds in the world going up against you. I don't care how smart you are. You think you're outsmarting MIT, Google, um, Snapchat, all of them? I don't think so. But you have to be able to start by being aware. Knowing is half the battle, said G.I. Joe. And I've just told you. So go, Joe. And now you go and don't, don't ever be the attention whore of something that you're just going to get caught up in. And I'll give many of examples because <coughs> your checklist of yes, I am this and yes, I am that, you're going to check most of them that I'm talking about, each one of you. So... Now that we know the inherent issue, I want to reiterate the, so it is that you understand what I'm talking about, that we, you understand what the problem is. And that problem is just as I do to your brain when I hijack your inner monologue, and it's my voice you hear in your head. That's a perfect example of what they are doing. They're using the same techniques, sort of. And they're hijacking the human mind, okay? And they know the human mind so well that they are manipulating the, uh, the human mind in a way of which it is reacting in a way that you don't know that it's even doing what it's doing all of the time. Of course you don't know it because how would you until somebody tells you so I'm telling you and here are the examples and why okay the hijacking of the human mind the, the systems of which have been put in place by Google and Facebook and all this They pay attention to what you're paying attention to. And that lets them know better and more and more or better and better how to steer you or basically everybody steer you or steer you in the direction they want. Okay. But more importantly, not what it is they want, but but. 
steer steer the what you do with your time. They manipulate what you do with your time. Okay. And this is at the minutest level of every little second counts, okay? Because they can give as a false sense of choice where you believe in your head that it is okay because it's your choice. That you can see through all this crap. You can't see through shit. Literally and figuratively, you can't see through shit. Okay? And that's why I'm going to get really harsh about what's happening. And you're going to be like, oh, you don't have to be that much. Yes, I do. Now, this whole fight for attention, people's attention, people's time, steering them toward the timeline that they want, <coughs> starts with social media. Now, as a disclaimer, I'm not talking about a specific person who uses Snapchat. I'm not talking about a specific user who uses Facebook. I don't care if you do it before you go to bed or not. Uh, it's uh, I'm speaking to everyone that uses it and the possibilities. Uh, well, it's a downright. We know what's happening. So, um, but this, I'm speaking to the broad range of every Facebook user, Snapchat, whatever. Not just one person. That's So when we, uh, I, I, I had to get on Snapchat. Um, I use this only because I don't use Snapchat. And knowing that I was going to do some talks about uh, this, um, I had to start to, for a week or so, use some of the social media stuff that I don't use normally, like Snapchat and Twitter and all this but I had to do it because I had to know what I was talking about, first of all. And um, I also needed to use it as an example. So that's the key part, is it use an example of which you can, the audience can connect with. So Snapchat, for instance, um, they have something that was called a streak. Um, and that has nothing to do with you running around naked or anything. Um, but the streak was kind of rewarding you for talking or chatting with another person for a consecutive times and what this does is it inherently even if they didn't want to specifically snap a chat that pop-up would come up and say hey you you're running to risk to lose your streak of 98 days and 
blah, blah, blah. Well, now it just made you feel bad. You're breaking or, you know, you'd break the record or whatever. They're giving you negative connotations on something that you never wanted to do in the first place, but they're telling you that you should do it. And they're using the tool of, of making you feel guilty about losing this streak of you talking to another person or Snapchatting to another person. And so this streak is used as the tool for them to manipulate your mind. Because you weren't sitting there and you were not about to use it. But now you are because they said something. And they, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to be that person. So you end up sending a message back. And many messages back and forth to whoever you're snap cheating, chatting. Um, and these are back and forth. <coughs> with all your contacts every single day these things are on like autoplay all the time which causes people to spend more time on YouTube and Netflix and all this these are what we call social media cues or, or awareness cues, or social media awareness cues, okay, which by showing you how, uh, how recently someone has actually been online, or knowing that someone uh, saw your Bumble profile, or whatever it is, uh, so when it says, you were the, you were, like, I think it was LinkedIn that did the, you were, you've been searched by five people. Then you gotta, you have to go to LinkedIn to find out who the fuck is searching you. Because did you or did you not? I didn't understand that. I know you did. Did you, did you not uh, have a LinkedIn account and were you on it? And what are they saying? about you. No one's going to resist that. They got to go and see who was looking me up and whoa, um, either paranoid or, you know, egotistically. So it forces that it works on human psyche uh, behavior to work on, into them. Now they got to go see that. And that spends another fucking 20 minutes hunting down each one of these five people. And then who knows where that goes from there until the next hook is thrown out there that you can't resist. And there you go again. And they got your attention, people. So it, being aware that this is happening is not what you are. But now you should be um, when you find yourself doing this. Now, the entire premise of hijacking... Um, of actual hijacking, that it, it, it totally undermines your control of your own mind. You no longer have control. It is reacting to actions by another and voluntarily to you, like you don't even know it's happening. And that's what the brain does, and there's nothing you can, it's hard to change that, so...
and you would actually have to exert a lot more energy and time and uh, to control whether these things that are manipulating your mind um, all the time, if you're going to do something about them, it's, it's a process and it takes a lot. So we ask each other or ourselves, how would we reform uh, this kind of attention economy, if you will? It's the economy ruled by, no, not the money, but it's ruled by the attention, the attention economy, if you will. And the mass hijacking of the human brain for its own devious purposes. And that's where the pattern goes. Okay, we need to break that pattern. That pattern will be broken by pattern itself. Okay, and that is the law of three, the power of three, like we talked about in the earlier podcast. With three, you will rule them all. Okay, and the power of three is strong. It's not as strong as the power of the pussy, but it is strong. Okay. If you don't know that work by me, you don't take it as a, did he just say the power? Yes, I did. And it has nothing to do with actual vagina. Okay, so get over yourselves. Um, but it does, I'm just kidding. Okay, but we're working on reform today. And how do we go about, not only am I going, this is one of the great things about me, is if I make you feel bad I, by giving you information that makes you go, hmm, shit, um, yeah, it's going to be negative sometimes, and, uh, but I'm going to give you that fix, or at least tell you, get you aware of it so you can fix it yourself, or I'll fix it, but so, you know, I always have a fix for the problems that I talk about, like, are you just another person talking about fucking problems, well, I got some fixes for them, so. Um, now, number one step, like I said, was to transform your self-awareness of the facts. Most people believe that other people can be persuaded, brainwashed, or join a cult, but not themselves. But here you are listening to the cult's podcast, so. Damn, I'm good. Okay. Um, you're going to say, damn, I'm the smart one, just like I just did. Um, it's only those other people that are over there that are getting brainwashed or can't control their own thoughts, for God's sakes. I mean, how weak-minded are they? But it is so essential to understand that we experience the world, our world, through a mind, okay, because we're all of mind, and a, as what I call the meat suit, the body, okay? And we operate on an evolutionary um, hardware that is millions and millions and millions of years old, supposedly. And that we're up against about a million engineers 
and the most personalized data that we have, um, they have, and how it's what they do with it. Okay. Now, if you feel that about yourself, I'm going to give you an example of. Um, if we're having a dialogue, people would say, do you feel that about yourself, though, Osiris? Well, you know, I'm an exception to most rules. Do as I tell you, not as I do, for they're your problems, not mine. I'm, that's true a lot, but other times I have already taken the advice that I would be speaking about or um, still so yes and no but don't ask don't we're not asking questions here probably we're listening and we're being humming aware and as you kids call it woke wake up Wookie because you ain't woke yet <clears throat> you're still sleepy sleepy brainwashed little brats <clears throat> Okay, so people will say, well, you know, I tried to reach you uh, last weekend, and you didn't answer the phone. Well, that's because I didn't want to fucking talk to you. Um, or maybe I was up in the woods, you know, yeah, unplugging everything and getting back to my tribal mindset, if you will. And then they say, well, though, if you think that we don't have control over minds, do you think you have control over yours? I said, I have enough control over mine to control yours. And then they shut up, which is good. Mm. So it's easy. I mean, if you want to really get away from it all, I swear, all you have to do is turn everything off. Turn the TV off, the music off, the laptop off, the Apple Watch off the... Just turn it all off. And see what you have then. Yeah. Most of you have the scariest thing you ever know. That's a little bit of silence. And you're stuck with only you. Only you. And people don't like that at all. Because they don't know themselves. They haven't spent any time with themselves. And therefore, they don't know what to say to themselves. And then they're always negative because they, you know, negative Nancy's make nasty nasters. So, if you turn everything off, then you don't have any of that outside influence. Um, because don't forget, those are the smartest people in the world, um, and their minds are working to undermine the agency of, of what is controlling yours. So... If you don't think this is a war, then uh, you're too late for the game. This is a war for your attention. So if we would reiterate, or we'll go back in. So number one of three of the pattern. Number one is awareness. We have to not only become aware ourselves and if you're so goddamn woke bitches 
and then go woke somebody else up, okay? That's what it's meant for. If you're so woke and you don't need to hear this, then go and tell somebody that does, okay? I think you're all bad. Awareness um, that some of the smartest people going to some of the best colleges and the best minds around are working directly against you. Not in a, in a way of which they're saying, hey, that's what I'm going to do, but that's what they're doing. Um, and they're deliberately, even if they're de deliberately doing it or not, it doesn't matter. Be aware that they're doing it. I mean, I'm not, you don't have to be so damn obtuse about the damn thing, okay? It is something that you have to be given awareness to, and hence why I'm doing it, because if I'm going to ask you to do it, then I got to do it. I got to do it, because I know what obtuse means. Um, and so we move on to um, our second um, our second one, but Now, this is going to be a scary part that I tell you, and YouTube has about, like I said, 100 engineers trying to get you to watch the perfect next video, or what they, they're thinking about what it would take for you to watch this video, and this video basically has to be perfect, so that's what they're aiming toward, and you don't have a chance, and, you know, this next video... Just to play it automatically. I hate when that shit happens, right? You know? You're flipping through your Facebook-like fucking thing, and then it automatically starts playing in the videos. It's every time they do an update, they reset that shit. Okay. Now, this system of mind control, of mind manipulation, of mind hijacking, this is a system run by people for the purpose of taking your attention, okay, and this whole system, it's much more powerful than a single individual, okay, and it's only going to get stronger because they get better, even if it's the AI, it's better, faster, stronger, okay, all the time it's getting better, faster, stronger, it doesn't sleep, it's like the Terminator, it just keeps going, going and going and getting smarter, more efficient, smarter, more efficient, you're getting slower, gateway drugs, slower, sleep, I don't want to do with it, eh. And as it gets stronger, the first step is just understanding that you have no choice in how you're reacting to things of which they make you do. And that's the hardest part of the human psyche and the hardest part about what I'm going to say is you don't got a choice. It doesn't matter if you want the choice or not. It doesn't matter if it's a false sense of choice. It doesn't matter what the fuck you want. And we don't give a fuck about your feelings. Okay? Fuck you. We're worried about your, your mind. We need your mind. Okay? And the mind, we understand how this mind works, and uh, the, you don't have a chance. I don't, 
they are working a part of the mind that subconsciously does things without you ever even knowing. They have an understanding of the human mind of which you have no clue. And you, why would you? Like, if you're not a psychology or something, why would you know this stuff? But they can, you, the choices you're making, you're making them un, you don't even know why you're making them because you're not even aware that you're doing it. And examples to come, of course. So we would want to, there's a line that has to be drawn here, I guess. Um, we snort our lines, we don't draw with them, but um, but these lines are um, blurred to some people, not there for others, and are really girthy to others. So, if I was to say to you, um, that number two in the steps of reforming the brain and the mind is, is, Step two is transforming or transforming the design of it, of what's happening to you. And that's really based on the new understanding you should have of yourself and being aware now of what is happening. Okay. Of how you're persuaded and hijacked etc 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 um that we'd want to do a massive um i don't know if you've ever used microsoft word you had a find and replace if you don't know what that is there's a if you're writing a lot of text like i do and let's say like some fucking nazi some goddamn word nazi always does tells me about theirs there, 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 and there, about how it's spelled and what it means, like, I don't know. I just don't care. But let's say you have, for purposes of, you have to have spelled every there, right? And that means that one, though, over there, not this one over there. So you would want to find, the computer programming of it is, find there and replace with there, right? Which wouldn't work, so don't do it, because not all theirs are theirs. It's supposed to be the other theirs. And some of their theirs are not their theirs. But some of you are just they thems, not their theirs. I haven't figured out that adjective yet. but So um, a huge, massive find and replace of, of all the ways that we are hijacked of our mind Um in the ways that we don't want to be. And to replace them with a positive timeline of how we would have wanted our lives to go. And that's how serious it is. 
It's because your lives are manipulated. If your mind is manipulated, it is, makes you do things that you don't want to do, and then you continue down the path of doing them, and you never wanted to do them, and you don't know that you're not doing them, and they were somebody else's idea, and you've just lived somebody else's life, because that wasn't your choice to do that. <laughs> and a perfect example of this is... Uh, Today, you're probably doing it right now. You look at your phone, and you see a Snapchat notification. Um, now, I'm one of those fucking freaks that, like, being an IT guy, I couldn't have a red dot anywhere. Uh, that meant there was an open problem, and I couldn't have it. I was not a hoarder of that stuff. Like, I had to get rid of it. It would bug the shit out of me. Um, so, your phone, and you see a Snapchat notification that's sitting there. And, um, what is the first thing that happens when you see that? Anybody? Do you think you have a choice about what happens next? You look at your phone, then what happens? Bunch of things happen, goddammit. <clears throat> And it persuades you, just that little red dot on there, persuades you to think a bunch of different things. And you know, you, these things that you would, you're thinking are not things that you would normally think. You think I thought I was lying, but I'm not. Because I saw that putty cat, and I did, I did, I did. But... That little red dot can cause you stress, anxiety. What happens if I can't get to that red dot? What happens if I can't see what people are saying about me? What happens if I... You see what I mean? It will cause the stress level to go through the roof if they get their phone taken away. Or they can't find out what the red dot means. Um, or you, you're going to lose the streak of chatting with somebody so many days in a row. It fills up your mind. And by responding to that one, one manipulated streak and, you know, you, they put it out there and then you made something happen. That is you being sucked into something else and that something else cascades into 20 minutes later. Easy. You're sucked into a YouTube video, tentacle porn, uh, paraplegic midgets, uh, whatever. There goes your day. You know, it's gone. Uh, it's one distraction to another for you. For them, it's one attention jump to another, keeping your attention as long as they can. They have your attention. Do I have your attention, please? And that's a whole day goes by. Now, what we would want to do is block those moments that happen when they actually hijack your mind in ways that you will regret. 
and replace them with a different timeline. Now, I showed you how to tell the future. Now, am I getting into replacing your timeline? Now, our entire mission, if you show to accept this mission, you are going to be conserving the resource called time. And we only have a little bit of time on this planet while we're from when we're born to when we die. It goes fast, and don't let it just walk on by. This is the most sought-after thing that man made. Okay, we did this to ourselves. The time is a man-made concept. Now they're struggling, fucking stretching timelines of people in any way they want. Um, we're going to rewrite those. We can put new uh, timelines in there. And those time it's going to be created by technology. Let's uh, do that massive find and replace again. From the manipulative timelines to the timeline where you have wanted something else to happen. So we can do that for you. But you say, how do you do that? Show me, show me. Okay, Danielson, we show you. Um, wax on it and wax off, but don't wax off. Ha! <laughs> um, no, as I say, it's, it has to do with the design. Um, and that design is an example. There's um, um, hello. What's a good example? Well, you guys always are talking about Trump and uh, fucking politics. So we'll use that. Uh, imagine a world, if you will, if instead of your entire um, thought process and um, manipulated mindset of uh, what you think about Trump is... Uh, squished down into a comment box that you only have that little comment box to, to write all your emotional like crap um, about how you feel about Trump and we really don't give a shit about your feelings but they do and they'll, they'll use the shit out of it so basically you get into these flame wars um, you know about politics of which you don't know anything about. Um, you think you do. You think you want to. You know what you hate, but you, that's about it. And you don't even know why you hate that. Uh, you don't know anything about the president you voted for. You don't know anything about you shouldn't be voting anyway because it means nothing. I mean, a guy can go on and on and on, but. To put your entire... Why do you think they have the comment boxes so small? Because they don't give a fuck about what you're saying either. But what they want is you to put your vast knowledge, which you don't have, but your feelings, and they want to put baby feelings in a box. And they want you to put a heated subject of your views inside that box. And what does that do? 
well, it isn't the whole truth. It is an abbreviated form of the truth because you only got a little box to put it in. So you say and communicate what you are thinking and what you believe in a way of which is not true. Uh, you left some stuff out because the box is too small. And then that starts a flame war with somebody else that miscommunicated. You miscommunicated what you were trying to say with what you didn't have a choice in saying. Somebody read it and then it starts a big thing like, fuck you, baby Jesus. And then somebody's like, oh, no, we love baby Jesus. Well, we're going to fight for him. Okay, well, that's about how most people were killed in this planet. So fighting for a religion that didn't exist. So, But this exists, so... Um, you will keep uh, expressing your views in these tiny little boxes mm, erroneously. Um, and this keeps your attention on the, t the book, the TV, the, not the book, the TV, the laptop, or the watch, the phone, whatever. It's still got your attention. You haven't been able to break free, even though you knew what was happening. Here you are still listening. Um, now, people ended up, like I said, misrepresenting what their ideas were, putting them in there and then getting in a fight because they were dumb. Okay. Now, they have I came up with a solution in a way, the first part of a solution. Now, imagine, if you will, we replace that button under that little box that says comment. Okay? And we replace that comment box or the word comment on there and we type hey let's talk about this in person yeah you'd be laughed off but that's you know, people would laugh the fuck out of you they don't meet in person and they just talk cut shit on the internet where they're safe eating cheeses and masturbating, whatever they do, like in the confines of their own home or out in the public in their jammies, whatever, it's... So, hey, let's talk about this. For, I want to force interaction between people because they're getting more and more separated. Okay, so, hey, let's talk about this. In person, not online. It's kind of like when you want to have the sex talk with your girlfriend or something. Uh, you want to do it in person. You don't want them to do that online. But right underneath that is going to be an RSVP button so people can coordinate right then and there before they forget to talk about it over, let's say, a dinner or... I don't care, wherever, a beer, whatever, but in person. So instead of a fragmented timeline, 
over 20 minutes at work getting inter interrupted 20 times, okay, while you're trying to write your comments in the little comment box and this is what causes all the problems. And then you're at dinner drinking beer focused. Hey. Now, while Facebook will deliver the message that you sent, and notifications come in, and you're getting slowly sucked back in, slowly sucked back in. Now that would be a total mess, right? Okay. You replace that with a clean uh, timeline where you're using the face-to-face um, over a beer or something like that. You're going to have a lot more clarity in your speaking, uh, getting your points across, um, telling the other person you love them or hate them or they're assholes or whatever. And that... Making just those plans to have, let's say, dinner or have a drink, um, you've just made a two-and-a-half-hour conversation piece that's going to be in the future, at least, um, you know, because you're going to be driving, and then you're going to meet them, and then you talk with them, and then you have to drive back, and you, know, you go to their place and talk or whatever it is. But that one thing has now transformed the new timeline into something else and it's taken the time away from the and put them into real things okay so I have people ask me the, the next question which is well how do we know uh, that meeting for a dinner and talking about this is what you want to happen well you get to go to the bar and have a beer and hang out what's the matter with that and if you're asking if you're being manipulated to the point where you think that you've been manipulated to actually ask this person out and to go and discuss it over there I like it good for you no matter how paranoid you are you're not paranoid enough so basically just by putting this whole um, rebranding of the button in Facebook you know that I would have come up with and uh, suddenly you created this whole new system where you're pushing people to meet each other um, be it in video conference or, um, but it's better than chat boxes, okay? You can see when somebody's mad at you if they're in front of you. Um, but that might be true and it might be false. You might be talking to a lion filter head instead of their regular head. But it's still a decision made by the person 
other than you, the social media conglomerate people of marketing, they're still ruling things. They're still putting buttons there. It's giving you only one choice of a button. So, but good thinking on that. I like that. And before you ask the next question that would logically come into your brain, who are we? And what have we done with ourselves? And where in the world is fucking Carmen Sandiego? She's in the closet fucking Waldo, right? That's where. So why is Facebook promoting a comment box and and a like button? Okay, a little Fonzie, a blue Fonzie thumb, a, a like button in the first place. Do you think this is a random piece of code? I think not. They were designers that made these things. These designers are the ones that make the matrix, if you will. I am Neo and I am the one and I will save you. Okay, but the designers are thinking about what's the best way that they can get humankind itself to have more conversations about controversial subjects. But that question won't come from the designers in that form. It will basically, the only question they get to ask in this world um, was what will get people to engage the most on whatever platform they're working on. Okay, so... Switching the, flipping the script, if you will, and social media could be used to inspire, in inspire horror, like you're just horrified, or maybe, like for me, it's a superpower. If we really, really, really wanted to have a reorientation of the tech industry, and I was in tech most of my life, um, that would ask the second question, which would have to be inherently be the most time well spent for the thing that people are trying to get out of a situation. Um, Meeting for dinner or just an example. I'm not saying everyone should meet in person all the time. Another example would be the podcast. On the podcast, Osiris talks with no one because she just says. But the idea was to change change my mind and there to be a button called the Change My Mind button. On Facebook, there, there's an invitation built right into the platform. Okay. And they have to ask our minds to be changed. And maybe they are great 
places on Facebook that people learn stuff, right? They're already having fantastic conversations in groups about things that they're passionate about. And they've changed their mind already. How can that be wrong? That's what you're saying. I've learned things from Facebook. Okay. Well, conversations that, that change minds, we, the designers, would have to ask, when is that actually happening? And when would we want to help people have those conversations? So we get in the middle of it. And someone would point out some channel on Reddit called uh, Change My Fucking Views. Okay? It's basically a place where people post questions and the premise is I want you to change my mind about so-and-so thing. And it's really funny. That would be more time well spent uh, than the other. Uh, just my little tidbit of what are you going to do about it? And that's it. So, moving along to what I'm going to do about it and how you're going to change the mind. You can change my mind anytime as long as you give me a sufficient reason why it should be that way and not another. And wrapping up part two. Ultimate goal, we would want all the designers who work on these huge companies and on these platforms to stop and think about what's best for humankind and not just think of them as third party, third people. They want to hash it out, hashtag it out, throw hash browns at people, who knows, um, debate it, and maybe there's no single thing that's best for all humankind except laughter. Or it might not be good for somebody with broken ribs though. Um, but maybe you get closer to some ideal if you're having these conversations in the real world instead of just thinking about the engagement. You're actually doing things, not just thinking of them because you don't even know what your mind is thinking or why. MCA. Okay. So that's pretty much going to hit part two. Um, and we'll move to part three um, in a Chuck Woolery. I'll be back in two and two. Um, we have to change the reel on the podcast tape. So be right back.